Hi guys, welcome back to the Cat Baker Show. We are the longest running podcast in the world and the number one podcast in the Philippines. Um, how are you all doing? It is, what is it? It's February. Um, and I have uh, someone else behind the camera. Say hello. Hello. Uh, what's your name? Anthony. Right, yeah. So something happened, right? Um, the guy who's been behind the camera in my last few videos, he actually went missing recently. And I was the last person to see him alive. Sorry, I mean to see him just generally. Um, and no one really knows what's happened to him. Um, I think, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, if you saw in our last videos, you know, he knows how to rub people up the wrong way, like quite a lot. You know, he's, you know, you know, actually, you know, let's just, let's just say if he is never to be found again, it wouldn't, it doesn't mean it's, it was me. It could have, it could have been anyone else, not just me. But it wasn't me, yeah. Should I be worried? Um, no, 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 no. Just, um, just, um, just do as I say and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, what are we doing today? Just going to be chatting nonsense. Anyway, what is, what is happening? Oh, Valentine's Day is coming soon, I guess. That's something. Valentine's Day. I don't have a valentine's this year um valentine's day is it a real thing what do i want to say about valentine's day hmm well i know a lot of you guys at home are really lonely and horny because that's like all the dms i get is you lot telling me how lonely and horny you are and so i she asked you guys to send in some of the problems you have and I'm going to get some of them up now and there are some fucking juicy ones all right so this is going to be a problem solving podcast okay this episode so what have you guys all been up to okay so um the first problem that someone has sent in and I think is quite a serious problem and I don't know if this is something to do with valentine's day probably not but basically um he says, um, how to have a shit at work um, without getting stage fright. Well, I think this is a, a common issue that many people experience. But what you've got to do, if you don't already, is you put toilet paper in the bowl beforehand, before you go. And that lessens the kind of experience, at, you know, the sort of audio levels, you know. Um, and... Uh, yeah and also if you do that you know if you're gonna do that don't go at like lunchtime when everyone's sort of going in and out of the bathroom go maybe like 3 p.m or something you know when everyone's kind of still at their desks I think that's the best time to sort of you know go and take a shit I don't know do you have any opinions on etiquette of shit no, work. But, no, but shitting on someone else's time is very satisfying. Ah, yeah, you know, that is really fucking true. Yeah, shitting on someone else's time is satisfying. I remember I did used to... Well, to be honest, I wouldn't even just... 
be shitting. It's like you just go and sit on the toilet on the phone. That's what I do. So, um, yeah. So back when I used to have a real job, I actually had a proper job at one point and I was in the office and I would go, yeah, I would go sit in the bathroom sometimes for like half an hour and just sit there, chill, scroll on my phone, scroll on social media. I think that's also a good time. Lots of people scroll. I remember when I had dating apps, lots of people like scroll on dating apps while they're on the toilet as well. So you can generally get a lot of uh, admin done while, you know, taking, taking a crap, but not even taking a crap, just kind of sitting there chilling, you know? Um, but yeah, so that is my advice. Put toilet paper in the bowl and you should be all right. So what's some other problems people have had? Right, so someone says... This lass I'm talking to moaned my name while shagging someone else. Okay. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. That's a lie. She's she's lying. That didn't happen. She's just saying that to you to gas you up a bit. Or maybe maybe she's trying to shag you. She said, she said, oh, I was with this guy and I said your name. I just can't get you off the brain. That didn't happen. You know, she's lying. Sorry. I did, yeah. She's a liar. You know, this was something I was thinking about the other day. Women are very good at lying, right? So I used to work in mental health, yeah? And I used to work with lots of really random absolutely crazy people as you can imagine you know i worked like in a homeless hostel i worked in uh like a general mental health ward and then i worked in a women's service and i tell you the worst fucking service to work in was the women's service and it is true women women the worst people to work with are women with borderline personality disorder. Oh my God, they really know how to lie and manipulate. And um, yeah, I often watch those shows, you know, those like prison shows, Do you, like, and, um, and the prison guards, they always say that women's prisons are actually the worst to work in. Like men, you have to deal with a lot of people getting killed and stuff, but women's prisons are actually like some of the most like... They do. I remember they they do stuff where I work. They should, like some of the guys. They do stuff like play the staff off against each other, um, and um, uh, yeah. And apparently they do the same in prisons. You know, they sort of manipulate things. They sort of you know treat you real nice, and then they sort of you know stab you in the back. You know, um, yeah. What's your opinion on women? Well, what a question. Mm. <coughs> Women are fantastic. That's all I've got. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, we are. Women are fantastic. Um, we are magical, some have said. Many have said women are like magic fairies pixies in the woods you know just sort of flying around sprinkling our magic dust that's what i like to think women are um and uh men i guess men what do men do men just sort of you know 
I don't know what they're doing, playing Call of Duty in their caves, you know. That's what they do. Do you play many PlayStation games? Yeah, but not Call of Duty. I play my own. Play your own? I play on my own. You play on your own? Is PlayStation a thing anymore? Yeah, of course it is. Call of Duty has gone downhill. Oh, okay. What do people play? I don't know what the popular thing for people now is, but... Mm. Lots of things. Gaming. I've never really been into gaming. Um, I have... I. You know what? I, I don't want this podcast to turn into, like, a, to people who think that I hate nerds or anything like that but like i do find myself talking quite a lot about nerds each episode not that all men who game are nerds okay what's your opinion on the gamer girl trope and and the culture around it that a lot of men think they're not real gamers ah well i mean it's a fucking computer game isn't it i mean it's like i mean there is a big niche if you're doing OnlyFans, right it does if you're a girl a gamer girl right that can, that's a pretty big niche so you can make a lot of money from it but um yeah i imagine it's just i mean if that's something that angers you gamer girls then do you think there are gamer girls out there who are pretending they're gamers for that audience because that's what the men think probably but it's the same. Well, it's like it's like in OnlyFans. There's like football girls. There's like the football girls, and some of them are really obsessed with football, but a lot of them aren't. And they're like managers or boyfriends are like doing their social media for them, basically, and like getting and like tweeting along to like football games and things like that. That's pretty common on girl football Twitter. But then there is obviously lots of girls who are really into football. Um. I do not pay attention to football except during the World Cup and the Euros. That is when I do watch football and I watch England because England is where I live. Do you support England or Ireland? I do not support England. Really? Because I am not English. That is all. But you do live here. I do. Yeah. But, you know, lots of people live here for different reasons. Mm. They don't claim any Englishness. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I went to Dublin once. That's where I'm from. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Tell me about your Dublin story. If it's podcast worthy. I have something to say about Dublin but I think it's gonna offend me I think it'll offend a lot of people okay I'm gonna say it right I think Ireland is the one country in Europe except for the British are the least fuckable people in Europe right except for the Irish when I went to Dublin I was shocked by how unfuckable everyone was there Everybody wants to fuck Irish people who are not in Ireland. Yeah, because the hot ones make it out. Sure. That's, that's... But the, the same can be, the sa- look, the same can be, I mean, it's just like, obviously, if, you, if you're someone from Ukraine, 
and you walk around England, you know, it's kind of like, I think they can be a bit struck by how, you know, unfuckable um, the British people are. Well, about 15 years ago, there was an influx of Eastern European people into into Ireland and Dublin. And apparently all right. the Irish women started upping their game a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you would make of that situation. Yeah. Um, I Well, that actually, I, I will say Irish women, Irish women, I guess I was looking at them, I guess I was looking more like the men. Irish women, I think, you know, Irish women don't have a reputation for being unattractive whereas people seem to have the british women seem to have a reputation for being like unattractive like kind of uh go you know like head wearing really heavy makeup and like being a bit of a slag or whatever which i fully support you know you should be able to wear heavy makeup and be a slag like no problem but um yeah and i don't think mm, i mean irish I mean, there is a bit of that in Irish isn't there? In culture, isn't there? I don't know. But anyway, when I went to Ireland, it was during, like, the... It was it was in, like, 2021, at the end of 2021. And um, everything in the UK was opened up, but in Ireland it was not. It was, like, you had to, like, scan your vaccine to get into Costa. Um, um, and I thought Dublin is a great place to go on like a couple's romantic holiday, like a little breakaway or like, um, or a trip to go with like your mum. It's a great city to spend some time in. Yeah. And it's a great city to spend like three months working in or six months working in. Oh, but you know what I'm shocked at? There's so many fucking French people there. Really? Yeah. Like everywhere I went, there were French people. Like, and and someone said they thought it was because French people... Obviously, they want to learn English, but then Brexit made things more difficult coming to the UK. So they were sort of so there was there's more French people in Ireland now. But I mean, they made us go. Oh, well, me and my friend, we were like, okay, we'll go to fucking Temple Bar, you know, Temple Bar, like the big tourist. You should go to Temple Bar for a few hours. Yeah, we went, and that's all. Yeah, and I was just like, this is like the biggest fucking tourist trap ever, like. It was like we were surrounded by French people. Just a wall of... Like around us. Um, um, uh, yeah, a lot, yeah, lot, lot of French people. But yeah, I bought a fucking whiskey. 22 euros. 22 euros for a fucking glass of whiskey. They, I was saw, you, they saw you coming. Huh? They saw you coming because you're a tourist. Yeah. Fact. And then you have to listen to someone sing Wonderwall. Pretty Irish song. Yeah. It's not. They... Irish... I also went to Liverpool recently. I went to Irish bar and there was someone singing Wonderwall. It it, it was like everywhere we went there was a guy on a guitar. In Dublin and in Liverpool. What is that about? Rich musical culture in the cities. Is it rich musical culture? Like just... (laughs) If it's the singing the same songs from the nineties, no, there's a couple of songs like Wonderwall that <laughs> are in everyone's canon, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. It's every pub will have a, someone on a guitar because the culture of the musical culture is very big in the country, and inevitably Wonderwall right. Wonderwall is going to slip in there occasionally mm. because it's such an iconic song. Right. Okay. Arguably overplayed, but yeah. 
Everyone, Some have said everyone it, thinks the same thing. Wonderwall is a great song, but it's overplayed, so it's shit. Yeah. Um. You know, I haven't had many. I think there's that thing of like women getting like men to serenade them. I was trying to think when that's ever happened to me. You know, when like a man sort of traps a woman and serenades her, um, like which does happen. You know, and I think that's happened to me maybe like in a hostel once. Like I was staying in a hostel. I can't remember what it was. Maybe in, like America or something. There was like. And like we're all sitting around fire, and then like this Australian dude just kind of like whipped out his, car, you know, guitar, and started singing. I think he actually sang Wonderwall. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, that is. It's. I do wonder if they should make that like, illegal. You know, like how they make. You know, it's an assault, isn't it, really? It's it's not a sexual assault, right? But it is somewhat of a, like... It's like, a, you know... I am going to make you listen to me sing this song. You know? It's like, a pretty, pretty aggressive thing to do, you know? Nobody likes the guy at the house party that pulls out the guitar. But some people do. Apparently. I don't know the last time I went to a house party and a guy pulled out a guitar. It's, it happens rarely, but when it does, some <laughs> yeah. people love it, some people hate it. That is a shocking house party if there's a duck guy with a guitar. A good house party is when you're at a house party and someone brings a dog or a dog comes out. You know, I was at my friend's house party last weekend and there was someone there with a dog. Um, that was pretty great. I didn't hang out with the dog much, um, but um, yeah. No, you know, I used to have pet rabbits actually, um, like all throughout my student years. I'm like my mid twenties, and um, I had like two, and they like run around the house, they like free roam. And when we'd have parties, people would go up into my room and sort of stroke my rabbits. Um, yeah, so that was fun. It was always a nice little break, you know. You just sort of snort in lines, and then you go stroke a little rabbit. Good vibes. Um yeah no um but yeah and what uh, what else was it yeah i think dublin dublin would be a nice place to go for a valentine's trip i think you know like you know you go together and you drink a whiskey look out look out over that rip you know the the what do you call it? The bridges, a bridge. The Hapenny Bridge? Yeah. You sort of stand over the bridge and go. Mm. So speaking of Valentine's Day, what's your cliche Valentine's Day tropes that you hate or love? It's coming up. Tropes? What do you mean? Like, like going out for a romantic dinner, getting a rose, getting a card, getting chocolates. If some guy asks you... Well, I've never had any of those things, so I'd be very grateful if I got any of those things. So if some some guy asked you out on Valentine's Day this year, mm-hmm. what would you expect? At very least... A curry club at Weatherspoons. Minimum. Yeah, you'd want you want food, right? You want food, I think. I made a rule 
I mean, uh, yeah, I so I gave up dating apps now because I just don't really use them anymore. But like, I did have at one point, I had a rule where I was like, I was so sick of just going to pubs and drinking lots of alcohol that I was like, I just, I'm only going to go on a date now if there's food involved. Like, and I don't mean them to pay. Like, I'll split or whatever, you know. I'm, I'm not going to make someone pay for it. But like, you know, because it's like, because then at least if you've had a shit evening at least you've had your dinner you know whereas if you're like you just sort of always been like oh let's meet for a drink and you go for a drink it's like oh like how many times can i you know i don't want to spend you don't want to spend several nights a week drink like you don't want to spend every wednesday drinking like i don't know three beers or whatever but yeah so that's the approach i took to that um and it's worked well. I'm still single, so there we are. Um, but yeah, I was in Weatherspoons the other day. It truly is a. I mean, the owner's done some nasty things, right? Hasn't he? What's he done? Apparently, he sacked everyone during COVID before the furlough came along. Allegedly, apparently, I don't know. Seemingly, what oh. happened was that he wasn't one of the good business owners and sacked everyone without even considering their feelings but don't quote me on that something along those lines and i think i was looking for an excuse to boycott it and that was it right so (laughs) i still attend web spoons right and uh yeah i do know people like but uh, like it is i was they have got such a fucking smart business model i don't like it's like yeah i went there the other day with my mate and it was like i mean we had a glass of wine each and it was like two pound fifty a glass of wine each and then and then you could get a meal for like eight quid so you do that in the evening but it's also it's also somewhere where you can go at like 7 a.m you know where else can you go and have a pint with your breakfast you know there's not enough of that i think if anything the uk needs more places where we can drink more alcohol you know breakfast do you know lunch. why it's, you know why it's so cheap in weatherspoons what do, what do you not hear when you walk into weatherspoons the music music apparently yeah. they, they don't play music like that's why it's a great place to film tiktoks as well because there's no music in the background <laughs> so that's why it's so cheap apparently yeah well so I looked it up the other day and I was like, why is Weatherspoons? How do they, why do they think, make things so cheap? And how, how is it so like great, right? And it was, so one, obviously all the food is microwave food. So the idea is that they're getting food out. Every, it says it was something like they, they spend a maximum 10 minutes getting your food to you. It never takes longer than 10 minutes. So they're able to like get out lots of food quickly so they sell lots but also the drinks apparently and it's true if you go there they have everything all the drinks are like below the bar like and there's so many things on tap so they don't have to turn around and like go grab something you know when you're at a normal pub and then there's like two people serving and it's like and they're like they like oh they're like go get spirit or whatever and they go whereas in wherever students are just like and that's how they get it out faster. More more sales, more blah, blah, blah. Do you think that's because they're being pushed by shitty management? Oh, yeah. Because it all trickles down. Oh, yeah. 
But apparently also another way how they save lots of money is that it's not owned by an alcohol company. Like most pubs are owned by a beer, like a brewery. And, and they're not. So they can just sort of... Uh, um, yeah. They can always get the cheapest alcohol or something. But yeah, no, I have had friends who worked at Webspoons and they said it was like awful. Any stories? Um, To be honest, I think a lot of it was like, they were all students and I think there was a lot of drama that would go on. I worked at Superdrug and that was awful. Like they punish you know when you go to the checkout and they're like oh do you want to buy some face wipes whatever i don't know do you go super drug much i've been in one or two huh i've been in one or two right yeah they normally are and it's like you have to sell a certain amount of these weird products they make you sell like like every day and if you don't hit your target they like penalize you but i was getting paid like five pounds an hour because i was 20 and not 21 and it was, and and you would have to stand at the till all day, and you weren't allowed to have a bottle of water next to you, like, and you had to like, you know, and you couldn't go for like loo break really. Um, and then they would like they put you on a six hour shift, which legally on a six they would always put you on a six hour shift and not six and a half because with a six hour shift you legally only get a fifteen minute break, whereas six and a half they have to give you like forty five minutes or something. Cheeky fuckers cheeky little fuckers yeah anyway so that is why i started getting my flaps out on the internet you know i felt like that was a good transition well no i wasn't i didn't go straight from super drug to that i was you know um yeah oh that's the thing yeah i um passed my phd viva recently which if you don't know is when you're doing a phd which i have been doing for the past four and a half years i'm not going to say what it's in because i don't want you people at home to go look it up and then you know, fine, you know, dox me, basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, four and a half years. And they do, like, a there's, like, an oral exam you have to do to um, pass. And, um, yeah, I so it goes, you either get, like, you pass right away, or you get pass, but you've got to make a tiny few amendments, or you pass, but you've got to make these larger amendments, and then the other one is you got to resubmit. I got the larger amendments, so I've got some amendments to do. But yeah, I am going to be Dr. Baker in a few months, um, which I was thinking of getting everyone around me to address me as doctor. So every time you say something to me, you'll have to say Dr. Baker. Yeah. Okay, doctor. Yep. Like that? Yeah, not not right now, because I can't do it right now, because technically I'm not, right at this moment, a doctor. What if you're on an airplane and someone's like, is there a doctor on board? I I'm will say, yes, I can let you about the sociology of capitalism, you know, which is really helpful, especially if someone's having a panic attack. That is, you know, when people are having panic attacks, one thing they really like to ha- hear is like existential dread. So I like to tell them about, you know... Uh, capitalism things like that but yeah it was in social policy so um uh yeah so i will be really a really useful doctor to the world um yeah um so i could technically if i really wanted to 
at some point go back into academia and become a professor. Would take a long time, but it might be worth it just to change my Twitter handle to like Professor Baker. I think it maybe takes like 10 years, 15 years. I think it'd be worth it for a Twitter handle, don't you think? Yeah. Or you could have an alternative Twitter account so people don't confuse your jobs. Yeah. Well, no, but I think they could be brought together. I mean, how many professors are on OnlyFans? There's a lot of girls with PhDs on OnlyFans, and that is because I think, let's be real, a lot of people who who do OnlyFans are work shy, which is why I do it. I'm work shy, you know. I want to take the easiest option, yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of also, like, you know, forever students who do OnlyFans, people who, like, are, like, you know, always doing courses and degrees and stuff like that, um, or the kind of people who also do OnlyFans. So, um, yeah. Um, there, there is other PhD holders with OnlyFans. Someone said Angela White had a... PhD. Someone said that to me in my messages the other day. Who's a famous porn star? Um, but yeah, but I don't know if there's many professor ones. Mm. Definitely a trope. A lot of people are probably into the character. Yeah, I guess you don't technically need to be an actual professor to pretend to be a professor in a scene. I don't think Johnny Sins is like all those occupations. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what other pro. Oh, actually, talking of Valentine's Day. Although this might go out, this might go out after Valentine's Day. But right, don't forget to check out backdoor boutique right they have this is a vibrating love egg right bluetooth okay so someone you you, you can pop it in you, you you can pop it in a hole yeah and someone else or you can control the bluetooth hmm? like control the vibrations um the code if you use code BDB011, you will get 10% off and I will get a cheeky little bit of commission. So don't forget to check out Backdoor Boutique. They have things for men, for women, for couples. They have everything you need. Um, yeah, um, and especially the vibrating one. I think we said, I was saying in the last episode, you can use that for things like cheating on games. Like if you were to go on a game show... You can have it inside and someone can buzz it when the right answer comes up and things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, do that. I should have... I should have worn it in my Viva, actually, in my oral exam. Then I should have had someone buzzing in the answers. <sighs> If only I'd gone to Backdoor Boutique sooner. Then maybe I'd be a doctor already. Yeah. What's the last exam you took? 
frogs for a question. <laughs> I have no idea. No I'll, idea. I'll, off the spot, I have no idea. On the spot, I've got no idea. Oh. My driving test, maybe. <laughs> oh, you see, right. Oh, yeah, no. See, I'm... I, I, I failed mine. I was a little bit later to driving. Well, I still can't drive and I'm 30 in May. So... Yeah, um, but yeah, I took it once when I was 17, failed, and then didn't do it again. So I feel like this year I'm going to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I'm turning 30 in May. So I'm going to be losing all my social capital as a woman. I'm just going to disintegrate into dust, basically. That's what's going to happen in May. Um, so yeah, 30, the big 3-0. Um, yeah apparently your your vagina just becomes like a like a just like a like a dust cloud just sort of you know and you just sort of become like a barren wasteland um so yeah uh that's you know that's what happens when you're 30 apparently um so yeah looking forward to that um yeah <laughs> why why do i have to turn 30 Ugh. there's so much i want to do I wanted to become a religious leader. I wanted to, um, like, I wanted to do, I wanted to, um, you know, like the Dalai Lama. I wanted to become him. I thought it would have been cool to become him before I'm 30. Um, I wanted to, Oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there was there was so much I wanted to achieve that I'm now never going to achieve because I am just going to, you know, cease to exist. But at least I can. I mean, what can you do? What's the benefit of being in your 30s that you can't do? What's something you can't do in your 20s but you can do in your 30s? You're in your 30s, right? Mm-hmm. Did your... Did your life change? No, there's a secret that happens after 30 that you're not allowed to get told until after you're 30. And, oh. that's, and that's... Nothing changes when you turn 30. Yeah, you, everything ends... Like... Yeah, it, <laughs> Yeah, men's balls shrivel up. Women's vaginas close up. That's what happens when you when you turn thirty, um, and there's not much that can, that can be done. Um, but that's okay because thirty, nothing changes. Well, I mean. Technically, technically, you hope to have more money in your 30s, don't you? 
and sort of being being generally like I don't know let's answer let's answer one more let's answer one more problem that someone said that that someone sent in okay right someone asked me do I have a smelly bum hole um I don't know how to answer that (laughs) someone said they're very awkward and seem to have no empathy for other people okay well so you've either got autism right not that all people with autism don't have empathy but sometimes it can make you lack empathy all right or you are possibly a narcissist or a sociopath, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're awkward around people and you've got no empathy, that's not that's not a bad thing. You know, I was watching some interviews recently, you know, like sociopaths and psychopaths and things, and they generally can live quite a normal life, you know. You can just kind of... In fact, in some ways, it kind of makes life a bit easier because you just sort of can do things and you can go back. You can do stuff like you can go to Weatherspoons and not feel bad about the staff being treated bad. Maybe that's why I still go to Weatherspoons. Maybe I'm a sociopath. Maybe. But that also has nothing to do with the fact that my former assistant has gone missing recently. Okay, that has nothing to do with the fact... I may or may not be a sociopath um but anyway this has been a quick episode today because I currently have the guest of the next episode here so I'm gonna go but don't forget to click like and subscribe okay and also Click oh yeah, click the links in the in the in the uh, description box, and you'll find everything you need. So, this has been great, and I will see you in the next one. <laughs>